So, Helen, it's uh, that time of year where people are thinking about, well, what are we going to do? The kids are home from school. We don't get away with uh, just popping them on the bus in the morning anymore. We've got to entertain them. We've got to go somewhere. We've got to do something. What, what used to happen in your household? Well, when I was young, my dad took us to Coffs Harbour. We lived oh, in Bega. Yeah, yeah. We went to Coffs Harbour every single year because that's where he grew up. He was born in Caramba, a little place near Coffs. So off we went, the long drive from Bega to Coffs Harbour, stopping in Sydney at my grandma's house, of course. So every year I was up there having a wonderful time around Park Beach and the jetty area and heading into the hinterland a bit and down to Sawtell. It was just such good memories, and I think it might have been even in the days pre-seatbelt, so I could lie in the back seat and go to sleep on the way. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I, I, now that you mention that, I, our family did a Coffs Harbour holiday. Uh, we were driving from Victoria, so a little bit further to go. But uh, it's a wonderful place, Coffs, isn't it? It certainly changed, but it still has. I was in the jetty area not that long ago, and it still has the element of Coffs Harbour that everybody knows and loves, and of course now it's a stop on the on Journey Beyond's Great Southern Train, which runs between Adelaide and Brisbane in the summer months. So Coffs is seeing a bit a bit more love from from the train, which is oh, which is okay. great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you probably could go on the train. Um, you know. Well, you can go on the train, but going on the the GAN, it's it's not the GAN. It's it's the GAN carriages, carriages but. Yeah. But, but dubbed the Great Southern during the summer months when it's too hot to go up through the Red Centre. Yeah, it's think, actually a great experience, yeah. yeah I think Carolyn Jasinski did one of those and uh, talked yeah. about it on the show. So, yeah, but, no, yeah, it's fab. a great idea. Uh, and Port Macquarie was another place I went, I think, as, with, a, with, a fam, with my family yeah. when I was young. Uh, we had an uncle up there. And uh, I remember the, uh, the thing about Port Macquarie that I remember the most are the fantastic Norfolk Pines. Uh, oh they, yeah, you know, dominate the city and the river, the Hastings River. I think we try to catch fish. Uh, <laughs> Tried, being the operative word. <laughs> anyway, well, when I had my own kids, I did what my dad did, and I took them to Bega every year, like down the south coast yeah. of New South Wales, and they just loved it down there. When they got into surfing, they you can surf all the wonderful beaches around Tarthra and Marimbula in Mimosa Rocks National Park, and it was just so great. I love it down there so much. Sapphire Coast is a is a hidden gem. I hope it doesn't get overrun anytime soon. And, of course, a lot of Victorians love that area. They've been going to Marimbula and Tarthra for years. Yeah, so that's true. We used to go it, to a little place down there. Um, it was on the New South Wales side, um, and so you'd go to um, Eden, yeah, uh, it was Eden. just south of Eden, um, a little um, estuary uh, called um, Lake Womboyne. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely spot. Other than that, like Melbourne's holiday destination has, for many people, been the Mornington Peninsula. And there's a whole canvas uh, city sets up down there, uh, usually from around about this time or not long after the Melbourne Cup. They go and set up their tents and their caravan spots and everything. And they're often there until Easter. Um, they're in amongst the tea trees of, of Rosebud and Rye and those foreshore villages. Um, it's, it's, I don't know that I could live in a canvas situation for all that time. No. You can't have a, a quiet conversation, basically. Well, of course, it's changed a bit now with people going for the cabins. You know, you've got all these amazing cabins and 
yeah. and glamping tents and things like that. So you don't have to do the tent thing if you don't like it. <laughs> and, and and it's got it's gotten a fair bit more expensive. You know, it's, it has. It's you're talking hundreds of dollars if you're in a cabin. And yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, for what you actually get. Okay, there's a bit of capital investment on behalf of the caravan park or the local council if they're behind it. So, uh, yeah, what about, do you, do you think many Aussies are going to go overseas this year? Is there a pent-up demand? Yes, well, I think everybody is definitely back and they'll be once again flocking to the ski slopes of the Northern Hemisphere because, okay. you know, as you, we didn't have a very good season here, no. so they've, they've definitely got pent-up de- pent desire to hit some good snow. And from, from my friends in the ski world, Japan is number one. On the okay. list, everybody wants to ski in Japan. There's a number of reasons why. It's because it's known for its powder snow. It's only a few hours behind, so it's in a good time zone for us. Yep. And it's a shorter flight. And it's the amazing Japanese culture. So definitely there is a huge demand. Is so a lot of people. Uh, Japan, Helen, or Pacific <laughs> cities? Well, mostly they'll be going to the island of Hokkaido. Uh, there's a, that's where you get the, the deepest powder because it comes right off Siberia. Oh, okay. So I've been there and they say that when the tap turns on, it turns on and it stays on. And when we were there, we had to be dug out of our apartment every morning and it was like, it wow. was feet high that fall, wow. falls, okay. but also on the island of Honshu. So a few hours from Tokyo, you've got a lot of different areas, of course, but Nagano, of course, it hosted the Olympics. So many great areas. You've got ski resorts in the Tohoku region. Yep, you can take your pick, but it's always good to not just pick one out of, you know, off the website. Go to one of the travel agents who really knows their stuff. Like in Melbourne, you've got Mogul Ski and you've got in a – the rest of us in Sydney. I'm not sure where Travel Plan is based. I think they're in Sydney, but Travel Plan and Ski Max, they're the ones who've been everywhere. And if you want specific things like you want an apartment or you want somewhere on the snow or you want somewhere off the snow in a town, they know. So go to the experts for your ski holiday for next either the next season or the season after. And of course Canada is still very popular. US not so much this year because of the cost. It's right. just ex- exceedingly high okay. to to Again, get so over you mean there with the Aussie dollar or just with the, the Aussie US dollar is already expensive. Yeah, no, the Aussie dollar it's right. sort of We're hampering. That specific yeah. case though is uh, Keating once described it. Yeah, so as as good as America is, and people will still go because the skiing in the US is awesome, and of course Europe. I mean, mm. everybody likes skiing. You've got the amazing mountains in in Switzerland, Austria, Italy. Mm. It's pretty good, and France, of course. So, yeah. yes, so people will be heading off to get their their real fill of the beautiful white stuff. Sounds fantastic, Helen, and you certainly know your stuff there. What's your magazine called, the ski magazine you edit? Oh, it's um, I edit Ski and Snowboard with Kids. Right. So, um, yeah, I've been lucky to ski in a lot of places. So, yeah, I just love it as a family holiday. It's just so good. My kids are not kids anymore, but we still all love skiing together. Fantastic. It's magic. Oh, it's a great thing to keep the team together. 